0: Hey everybody! Welcome back to Nine Four Radio. I want to talk today about a a um, a sentence that I read in a book. That like sometimes you just read something and you're like, talking to me? How about that? Um, It's actually a it's in a forest bathing book, and it's part of like the introduction. And I want to say it's a quote but I I don't know for sure, but it's definitely a quote in the, it's definitely written in the book, um, that I was reading. And it, it says, may we overcome our cleverness and find wisdom. And that, um, yeah, that's, uh, I feel like, I feel like I needed to talk about that. I feel like that's a thing. Um, and that's a I feel like it's almost like a check. You know. It's uh it's kinda like a like the universe or life kinda like checks you a little bit and is like, hey, look, let's let's take a look and, and, and let's see let's see what's let's see what's up. Because I I imagine um I would like to be more wise than clever. And for a long time, I like not downplayed, but I, I I I undervalued wisdom over cleverness, and I I don't think that served me very well, and um, I don't want to talk about that. Just from from my story and my evolution, and I want you to sit with that, sit with that, uh, that invitation, you know, that we, we overcome our cleverness and find wisdom. So with that, um, I don't know if it was like from watching Sesame Street when I was a kid, but I was always like Fairly academically gifted. And I don't mean... I don't mean I was like a genius smart. I i mean like... I was good at school. And I wasn't like valedictorian good at school. I was like... For the effort that I put in, I was... I reaped more benefits. Like I had a bumper crop of um of academic su- success uh when compared to the effort that I put into academics. And that's not to say that like I didn't do anything, but you know, I like I figured out academics and doing school things it's easy for me. It's it's a it's a like it's a play that i've run you know a bunch of times and like i'm i'm familiar with it i've seen success and like i understand what like i'm a very achievement driven and like that like i was clever enough to figure out the academic system and i checked a lot of boxes and i did a lot of work and like looking back on it like from a from a bigger perspective I don't know if all of those pursuits like if if I derived wisdom like lasting like lasting um like intellect or lasting knowledge lasting and you know um did I just study to pass the test and then forget everything or did I take the time to really learn and internalize. And I would say for a long time I just passed the test. Right? You you know, I'd go to class and I I would I would put enough work into like I would have all of these pursuits and I would find a way, like, I'd find a way to work the system. Like, I was clever in that respect. But stepping away from that ideal, was it wise? Like, was it a wise endeavor? You know, even if it cost me less uh, effort points, you know, did that expenditure even need to happen? You know, like, did I... Um, another, you know, another, another quote that that's kind of hit, hit home for me, uh, over the years is, um, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, I got, I heard it from Tim Ferriss and I'm sure he heard it from somebody else, but, um, don't spend your time doing something well that you shouldn't even be doing at all. Like you're wasting your time. Like you're the best, whatever inserts, some meaningless, useless task you know i'm um, the best pencil sharpener on planet earth and then all of a sudden all every, everybody just has mechanical pencils all right well was that a wise endeavor you know yeah you're the best at this arbitrary thing that like you wouldn't even need to do so um i've definitely fallen victim to to that and uh another way my another example um of my cleverness and my wisdom um, is um skepticism for a long time. I was very not like skeptical, but I was always looking for an angle you know anytime um I didn't, I didn't necessarily have a lot of belief in things. You know, it was like, what can you show me? Uh, I remember going to um, the University of Mary, and we have to take a religion class. And I, I took a, a class. It was a philosophy of the human spirit. And it was taught by a Benedictine nun, Sister Marietta, who I remember to this day. And to this day, I, I think I was at the University of Mary for like three or four years total between, uh, between my finish out my bachelor's and my getting my master's and her class, which is a 100 level class was by far the best class I ever took. And it, I, w- I would have said that at the time, but I I didn't know how impactful it was until years and years later. I mean, I took this class in 2007, and I mean, we're 14 years down the line from that, and it, it's still like I am learning things about that. I'm learning lessons that I I was taught in 2007. So what what do I mean by that? Um, there was, uh, there, there was a handout and like, I want to say for our, it was like our last test, it talked about the like levels of consciousness and there were, you know, in, in like in a perfect world, you know, that it, it really is a, um, everybody is in this together, you know, a very, um, like an ideal version of interacting as humans, you know, just doing things out of a love for humanity, not the tyranny of the majority, you know, doing things for the, for the common good of the, you know, of humanity and not just what, what's good for me, you know? And I was, like 25 or 26 at the time. And I, like, I read it, and I learned it. And I was like, that's not real, though. It's not real life. I had such a, I had such a skeptical view of just humanity. I'm like, well, no, people are going to act out of their, out of their own best interest. Like, no, like, it doesn't even make sense to even talk about another way because it's just not real and over the years you know I learned that why why not believe why not believe in the best of people it like I can be clever and figure out uh figure out everybody else's motivation but like For what purpose? You know, you have a, you have a, have like a, a, somebody cuts me off when I'm driving somewhere. I could spend all the time in the world trying to figure out why that happened. Or I could just kind of let it go and say, you know what? That guy's probably on his way. He's probably late. I've been late. You know, I know about that. And like, nobody got hurt you know, just moving it on. And there are, there are just, there are just things in this world that, like, don't have explanations and they don't have words. And magic happens every day. And if I were to continue to try to be clever... And figure out an explanation for it. I would completely miss. The meaning behind. The magic. And it uh, if you've ever seen. Uh, the Life of Pi. This is my, my last. Uh, example of it is. If you watch the Life of Pi. It is beautifully. Filmed. It is a unbelievable story that the narrator walks you all the way through and at the end of at the end of the story you know there's some skepticism from from a couple of the of the characters and so the you know the narrator goes through and and creates a more believable dark story of what had happened and like what was wrong with the first one? You know, what was wrong with the magic? And, oh, the, in my opinion, that's where wisdom, that, that is a question that, that wisdom asks. Like, what does it matter? Just be, you know, just be a good person. Like the intent is like it, Being clever doesn't matter. Are you doing good? Are you being kind? Are you doing your best? It's all that matters. Cleverness, you can be the smartest person in the room. You can have the quickest wit. But at what cost and for what purpose? And that's where wisdom comes into play. So, may we, myself, very much so, May we overcome our cleverness and find wisdom. We'll catch you next time. Thanks.